Welcome to the Business Wave, the Enterprise Europe Network podcast for small businesses with big ambitions. I'm your host, Ruxandra Bosilka, and every month we talk business with top experts. In today's episode, we'll explore the key elements of successful communication for small businesses. Together, we'll uncover the strategies that can help you connect with your target audience effectively convey your brand messages, and foster lasting relationships. Joining us today is Iris Marlovic, Head of Communications of Enterprise Europe Network Austria and advisor at the Austrian Federal Economic Chamber. With years of experience helping businesses of all sizes build strong communication strategies, Iris brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. Hi, Iris, and welcome to the show. Hi, Roxandra. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm happy to be here with you today. How important is effective communication for small businesses that want to succeed in today's competitive economy? Um, my personal experience that communication is extremely important. Um, but first comes your content, your product, your content, your service. If that's good, then you have something to communicate about. And you need to be convinced about your product, your service, yourself even. So know what you want, know who you are, know your product, um, which in particular startups know very well, and, um, and then know your audience. Now that we've seen why communication is crucial for SMEs, I'd like us to address a concern that's been on many business owners' minds. Let's face it, communication can be a real struggle for many small enterprises. From reaching new customers to securing funding, business leaders need to communicate effectively with a range of stakeholders. What are the top challenges that small businesses face when it comes to communicating with clients, investors, and partners? And how can they overcome these obstacles? Ooh, that's a tough question, Alexandra. The clients are my audience. Um, so if I want to communicate with them, I need to be able to listen. I need to find out where they stand and, and what they need. So that's, it's basically the same job that we have on the other side. I need to know what my clients and my customers want, what they need, and then what they expect from me. So for example, if I am a business owner, or let's assume I, have, I run a business and I offer windows in what we have in Austria now, let's say with three glass shields in order to um, make your home more sustainable, that is very expensive. I need to know why my clients need these new windows, why they should go from one glass or two glass windows, why they should you know, um, go up and improve to three glass windows, and why they should invest this money. So if I approach them and say, look, I am the best person for you because I can make it for you to this price, but not only that, if something goes wrong, I'm here for you to help. So you can call me, let's say 24-7, might be a bit exaggerated, but if you think about a plumber, um, you need plumbers 24-7 because it always happens during vacation and weekends and in the middle of the night. So you really need to, to know your clients and then like what we like to say in Germany is pick them up from where they're at. So a lot of people haven't thought about sustainability yet. A lot of people haven't uh, done the corrections they need to do to their homes, to their flat. Try and try and get to them. Try and approach them. You know, we're one out in millions 
as as a company and um that's the that's the trick how seeing myself as a unicorn how do i get to the people that i think need my product or my service um and the best thing to answer or the best way to answer the question is i have to put myself into the position of my client and think well what would i need how would i find people um and then i think well if i am looking out for something for let's say three glass windows how would i go about it i personally would start asking people for recommendations and then simply do my search online communicating the value of your products or services can be intimidating as we talked about challenges It's not just about showcasing what you offer, but also highlighting the unique value proposition that sets you apart from the competition. From your experience, what tools can SMEs use to stand out from the crowd? There, there are two things that I remember in particular for social media, but it also works for, for normal media. Um, people react to faces. And that's, that's no secret. If you think about the big brands, um, they use um, actors actors, actresses, uh, people from the sports industry that are not actors, but they use them on, on commercials in order to enhance their brand. So that is actually my experience is use faces, either my own face. There are companies in, in Austria, one company was really big at that. Um, the boss was basically, the boss himself was doing all the, the advertising and it was great because it was a continuum. It went on continuously and you knew when that face came on, he didn't have to start to speak. People knew what it was all about. And I personally think people will not remember ads or advertising. I also learned that in the past three days, people will remember brands in food, in clothes, in when you go on vacation, um, if you book with someone, you will also use your most favorite um, brand in everything you do in your life. And then the question is, if you're a new brand on the market, how do I become the most favorite brand of people? And that is actually, that is really, really tricky. But again, if I put myself into the position of my client and my customer, how do I get attracted to new brands, let's say in a supermarket? Well, they usually pop right into my face. Or I get samples when I walk down the street or a shopping street. Um, this is also why supermarkets keep changing their setups, right? I get really annoyed because I do my shopping in five minutes. It's usually in breaks and somewhere in between um, dates and meetings and, you know, picking up my, my daughter. But still, it makes me stop if I'm a new brand. And also, um, people love discounts. People love things for free. Um, Even then, in the end, you might end up paying more <laughs> if you look at it um, and, or if you do your math. Um, but it's, you have to stand out. And faces, faces make you stand out. We, we did a folder on the Enterprise Europe Network once. And, you know, it's all about content that we do and content and content and content and lots of writing and lots of words, lots of paper. And then uh, one time we went with um, a picture a big picture on the front page. And um, my boss looks at it and says, where's the logo? Where's the logo of the Enterprise Europe Network? I go, ooh, we forgot. We forgot to put the one of the basic things uh, we forgot to put on. Why? Because everybody concentrated on the faces. They were lovely, by the way. They were. It was sunshine. It was out in the greens, um, people um, having balloons in their hands. And I'm, we're just organizing the birthday party for my six-year-old daughter. And I asked her, I said, go, Felicitas, what would you like for your birthday? And she goes, balloons. I want balloons. So there we go. And we're not that much different from children. 
So if we think about what we liked and what makes us laugh, um, and then I do must admit I have a very female point on that. So it helps to talk to other people what they like to do before you you issue something, either a new commercial or a new product. You have to do the testing with people that do not know you. I know my messages. I know what I work for. I know what I do every day. Other people don't. So I need to get other people in for testing that have no clue of who I am and what I'm doing and see how they react to it. And in addition to pictures, I mean, this is what works best for social media. It's video because a lot of people watch videos in particular in cities on public transportation. So videos are very, very powerful. And with the video content, uh, it should be professional. And then with the videos, you need to know which channel and what length. 90 seconds is great on LinkedIn. 90 seconds is too long if you want to do an elevator pitch. So, you know, that's all I learned from my own experience with people who do that actually 24-7. Our, the Austrian Federal Economic Chamber has about 11 to 12 stories. Hardly anyone goes up all the way. I think 15, 20 seconds is the maximum video that one can, can watch in that time span. And of course, on, on LinkedIn, for example, on Facebook, on Insta, um, it could possibly be longer. But what helps is if you watch yourself watching videos. Take the time to actually stop yourself and look, when do I start scrolling again? How long is that time span? And that's about, I think you have five seconds to grab the attention. That's not a whole lot. Absolutely. And a good strategy for small businesses to build brand awareness and promote their services and products is to work with ambassadors, brand advocates, or influencers. For instance, ambassadors can help increase visibility and credibility through their own networks and social media platforms. How can small businesses launch a successful ambassador program from your experience? Well, you need to, you need to know your audience. That brings us back to the very beginning. And you can either know your audience because you pick someone from the audience that you work with, or you create a persona yourself that is um, a fictional person that you create and that you work around and you say, okay, this is the target group that I need to address. And then who can help me out with that? I personally love to work with ambassadors. We love to work with more than just one person. This does not work for everybody. So I'd, I'd need to attract companies who would like to go beyond the Austrian border, who would like to scale up in the European market, in our internal market. Now, I will ask people to share my content or to actually post my content that have been successful doing that and in reality have been successful in doing that together with us, with the Enterprise Europe Network. But them, as them, they're all SMEs themselves. So their successful presence on social media is either due to them so the owner of the company successfully posts regular content on social media that can be an article, can be a picture of them saying happy birthday to somebody else, highlighting their team. It can be posting content from their everyday life. And what is important is a certain regularity in that. So you two to three times a week, there should be content coming in and it should vary play with different tools. And if you use influencers, you really, really need to pick them very well. How did you select your ambassadors? Because you mentioned the importance of knowing your audience first. 
We selected them as a team. So for small business owners, it's probably a good idea to sit together with your team and say, look, guys, who will talk about us? Who will help us share our content? Um, and again, use um, go ahead and think about the brands that you like most and that you would be happy to talk about. And then from there, you say, okay, let's approach these people. We selected them with people that we have worked with and people that obviously have and had a good experience with us. And it helps if you work with people you like, in particular on social media. Then obviously we picked um, people that we work with that have a strong presence. Think about your channels, interview the people. Uh, what do you use nowadays? How do you inform yourselves? And then I hate to say it, or I don't hate to say it, but it's 80% of the Austrian audience in Austria. So also know your country um, you work with and know the audience in your country. They still get informed with analog media, old-fashioned way, newspapers, magazines, TV. So, you know, if you have the, the means for that, if you have the budget, then also think about the good old media. So we've talked a lot about the importance of communicating effectively with external stakeholders, but internal communications and employee engagement are equally important for any business. Uh, we all know that clear and transparent internal comms can help SMEs create a positive and productive environment, boost employee retention, and ultimately drive business success. So what are some of the best practices for SMEs when it comes to internal communications in your view? When it comes to internal communication, it, the, the key point is make it fun, involve the other people, um, interview style. If, if you do like little um, scripts, what do you like best? What is your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? Give me a little story that you had uh, with us, for example. Like, you know, you've, you've got different departments and you can use your employees to be your brand ambassador if you're a company. I mean, that's actually the clue to everything. If, if my employees do not like the product or the service I'm offering, they won't be good at their work, for one. And second, they will not sell it for me. So in order to engage them, make it fun for them, people love competition. Think about when you were a child, uh, what made you run for? What made things fun for you? I remember doing homework and I loved when my teachers gave me little stickers or stars because I had done outstanding work. Well, think about what could be a sticker and a star nowadays. What I like to do is I like to challenge my team. For example, we need to increase the number of followers on our LinkedIn account. And I said, well, if we make it to the threshold 3,000 by the end of the month, I'll have something in store for you when we next meet. And it was a chocolate bar last time. And, you know, people loved it. So it doesn't have to be big. Um, keep it easy and simple. But with internal communication, also what I learned today is you will have employees and um, and I have employees, I have colleagues where the answer is, oh, you know what, Iris, I really like to help you, but mm, I'm not, I'm just not that much into social media. Well, instead of getting annoyed, um, I thought, well, how can I make it fun for them to engage with me? And then I learned today, again, from Thoman Geiswinkler from LinkedIn, well, lead by example in the first place. So instead of pushing, make it a pull situation, be the magnet try to enhance that they want to copy me, my work, or somebody else that's really good on, on what they do and at what they do either on social media or 
in, you know, analog communication. And then if you go back to social media, have things prepared. So what works the best and that works for ambassadors and it works for your internal audience, for colleagues is have pictures prepared, have short videos prepared, get them on video. People love seeing themselves on pictures and on um, and on videos. Have them tell quick short stories about themselves, their best experience with the product or with your service. Um, how did they hear about the company? You know, how did I get involved? In my case, with the Austrian Federal Economic Chamber, how did I hear about the Enterprise Europe Network? Uh, what got me into it, and why am I still with it? Now, why do I stick to it? Um, it? It storytelling is the best. Once upon a time is still a very good catchphrase. I couldn't agree more. And chocolate bars are always a good idea. <laughs> to wrap up, what would be the one key message that you'd want small business owners to take away when it comes to communications? Think about your audience, know your audience, interact with your audience. All business owners should start with that. Well noted. That's all for today's episode of The Business Wave. A huge thank you to our amazing guest, Iris Marlovich, for taking the time to share her expertise with us. It was an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Iris. Thank you very much, Ruxandra. I loved it. Thank you. And to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in again. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to the Enterprise Europe Network YouTube channel or to The Business Wave podcast in your favorite app so you never miss an episode. We have some amazing guests lined up, so we can't wait to share their stories with you. I'm your host, Ruxandra Bosilka, and I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.